0: Welcome to the Protos podcast. Today's date is Friday the 11th of February and you're listening to a weekly roundup of the most important stories from the past week as reported by us. This week, collectible marketplace StockX is sued by Nike over a collection of digital sneakers. Melania Trump may just be the buyer behind her own fancy hat NFT and as tensions rise in Ukraine over potential conflicts with Russia, so do the Bitcoin donations. But first... We kicked off the week with the news that Nike is suing sneaker resale startup StockX over a series of NFTs they say could confuse customers and hurt its reputation. Nike began its proceedings against StockX in New York federal courts last Thursday. The footwear giant claims that the Detroit-based marketplace is selling NFT images of Nike's shoes at inflated prices to unsuspecting customers. According to the court paperwork, the firm is even selling NFTs of run-of-the-mill. Nike editions at a massive markup. Say for example, you're after a pair of black and white Nike Dunk lows, head on to StockX and you'll be looking at a pair for $282. But buying the JPEG Thin Air, can't even wear them on your feet edition will set sneakerheads back a whopping $800. Nike's complaint reads, quote, those unsanctioned products are likely to confuse customers, create a false association between those products and Nike, and dilute Nike's famous trademarks. Nike is asking for unspecified monetary damages and wants all future sales blocked. The collection in question is part of StockX Vault program, which the retailer calls, quote, an experience where our customers can invest in NFTs tied to physical products and trade them instantly with lower fees. StockX achieved a near $4 billion valuation last year before it headed into the Ethereum-powered NFT industry in January. Although, something worth noting, the startup did promise buyers that they could swap the digital footwear for the real thing in the near future. In any case, the lawsuit is appearing to signal that Nike are looking to clear the house of any competition in case the metaverse does actually become a thing. Last December, the Beaverton Apparel King bought virtual sneaker maker RTKFT Studios for an undisclosed sum. RTKFT is backed by Web3 bag holder proponent Andreessen Horowitz. Nike wants to issue NFTs of sneakers intended for use across virtual realities. Let's hope the highly inflated profiteering industry that is selling overpriced sneakers doesn't set the benchmark for what a metaverse could look like. More NFT shithousery next. And Melania Trump was likely the mystery buyer who sunk $170,000 on an NFT spiritually linked to her own white, wide-brimmed hat. According to Vice, Trump put the Solana-powered NFT up for sale in January. The lucky winning bidder would receive the hat Trump wore when she met the French President Emmanuel Macron, a watercolour by Marc-Antoine Coulon, and a corresponding NFT All three items are part of the Head of State collection and were to be signed. A portion of the proceeds were even set to be donated to a good cause, which will, quote, provide foster care children with access to computer science and technology education. Press materials rumoured a potential $250,000 opening bid. And while crypto markets were in the toilet at the time and the auction was slow, the NFT did eventually sell. At first glance, it seems someone really wanted to own that picture of the famous woman and her chic headwear. Stranger NFT related things have happened. But now Vice and independent blockchain sleuth Zach XBT have detailed an odd series of transactions around the purchase that show that the winning bid came from the address that created the auction. Considering just how much Trump loved that hat, that would either be the former first lady or one of her people. Put simply, the top bidder received their funds from the NFT's creator, who then returned the funds back to the address that funded the auction's winner. The whole thing was apparently a messy three-way Fugazi. Trump's office declined Vice's request for any comment on the web of payments and wouldn't confirm who brought the millinery masterpiece, saying only, quote, The nature of blockchain protocol is entirely transparent. Accordingly, the public can view each transaction on the blockchain. The transaction was facilitated on behalf of a third party buyer, end quote. Now, technically, there are scenarios which could explain why Trump appeared to spend so much money on her own hat. According to Vice, one such explanation could be that the sole bids were lower than expected due to the ongoing crypto correction at the time, and that Melania's team approved a non-crypto bid. That meant getting that fiat into the crypto ecosystem to submit the winning bid on the non-crypto bidder's behalf. Speaking to Vice, Zach XBT said the convenient non-crypto buyer theory was, quote, not impossible, but weird. Quote, why would the auction winner send the exact amount for a winning bid? Why was the money sent back to the address behind the funds, they wondered. In any case, if Melania's camp really did fake the head of state auction, it would be yet another example of wash trading within the NFT ecosystem, albeit from someone who once lived in the White House on occasion. And lastly, to wrap up, analytics unit Elliptic says Bitcoin donations to Ukraine's non-governmental organisations and volunteer groups are on the rise. Over the last year, the incoming Bitcoin has risen by over 900% as the country bolsters its defences over fears of a Russian incursion. Russia continues to deny a planned invasion despite around 100,000 troops reportedly being stationed within reach of the Ukraine border. According to Elliptic, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies have become a key fundraising method for groups essential to previous Ukraine conflicts. Bank wires and payment apps remain key to Ukrainian NGOs and other groups, so Bitcoin and crypto gifts have risen as donors look to preserve privacy and avoid censorship. Bank wires and payment apps remain key to Ukrainian NGOs and other groups, but Bitcoin and crypto gifts have risen as donors look to preserve privacy and avoid censorship. Elliptic said Bitcoin wallets tied to those groups received just over $570,000 in Bitcoin throughout 2021, which is a sharp increase from the $6,000 raised in the previous year. Elliptic explained, quote, We found that financial institutions had closed accounts belonging to these fundraising campaigns. This cannot happen with a crypto wallet. They added cryptocurrency is also particularly suited to cross-border donations, allowing easier access to wealthy overseas donors. Russian President Vladimir Putin this week more or less promised war with the West should Ukraine join NATO, but the modern landscape means that much warfare takes place in cyberspace. Cyber activist collective Ukrainian Cyber Alliance depends entirely on crypto donations. The alliance's hacktivists have been active since 2016, launching cyber attacks on Russian targets before sharing the info with Ukrainian authorities. Last year, they received nearly $100,000 in Bitcoin, Ether, Litecoin and stablecoins, while hacktivists north of the border in Belarus have made $84,000 from Bitcoin donations in six months. In January, the Belarusian cyber-partisans launched a ransomware attack on the Belarusian rail network, and unlike Russian ransomware groups, this group demands release of political prisoners and an end to Moscow's troop deployment along the border. There's also a doxing crew, the Miro Torets, which outs pro-Russian individuals with links to activity in Ukraine. They've raised $268,000 across 100 bitcoin donations in total. They remain somewhat controversial, though, following the 2015 murder of a Ukrainian writer and legislator days after their home address appeared on the Miro Tvorets database. Still, the Miro Tvorets continue to find global support through Bitcoin. Some Ukrainian activists operate in hardcore reality. For example, Comeback Alive donates military equipment to the Ukrainian army. The group takes its name from inscriptions on the bulletproof vests it first gave in 2014. The Kiev based entity has accepted cryptocurrency since 2018. It's now received upwards of $200,000 thanks to a surge in Bitcoin donations last year. Speaking to Reuters, Comeback Alive said they've raised nearly $167,000 from 14 crypto donations since August, which it's yet to spend. They told the publisher, quote, we've made a Bitcoin wallet because people keep asking for it and we want to give opportunities for everyone to support us comfortably, end quote. Indeed, Bitcoin continues to fund anti-Putin sentiment. Jailed political opponent Alexei Navalny has been given Bitcoin by supporters since 2016. In the past year, Navalny's team have netted just over $400,000 in Bitcoin and over 700 Bitcoin since he started crypto donations. That figure would be worth close to $30 million if left untouched. Blockchain data, however, shows that Bitcoin is quickly taken out after it's donated. But it's not clear exactly what Navalny's team does with it after withdrawal. All this while Moscow attempts to take control of crypto activity within Russia. On Tuesday, a document appeared on the Russian government's website outlining plans for sweeping crypto regulations. These include strict know-your-customer checks and declarations for transactions over $8,000. Refusing to report transactions above that limit would be considered a criminal offence, a tool likely being used to clamp down on Russia-based activists using Bitcoin. And that is your lot. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. But we do realise that there's only so much we can squeeze into just one podcast episode. So if you do want more of the stories that matter, then don't forget to check out protost.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Protos podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other major podcast provider for more weekly roundups. We'll be back next week. See you then.